they took me out on the field to train me. Nobody opened the door. But you see, that didn't discourage me. No one opened the door. Maybe we had one person open the door, and she said, no, I'm not interested. And the guy started talking to me. The, the gentleman that was training me, Ramon, is part of the business. It doesn't matter. See, my goals and dreams are bigger than this. Okay. I have goals. And if somebody can make 100000 doing this, I'm doing it. Right. I'm doing it. So I went with it. It was weird, a little bit uncomfortable. Yeah. But again, when your goals are bigger, you don't care. Right. I have to get up and do what I have to do. That did I think that necessity again? The necessity. Yeah. Did I think what am I doing? Of course I did. Did I think this is really difficult and challenging? I did. But at the same time, I knew that if I kept going, I would be where I'm at today. Fire. Fire. Oh. Welcome, Senior Life family, to another All Fired Up podcast. Today I have a special guest with me, Ramon. Ramon, how are we feeling today? Man, I'm feeling incredible. I'm feeling amazing. Awesome. And Ramon, for anybody that hasn't met you yet, kind of tell us a little bit about your background, you know, where you came from, and just a little bit about you. Well, you know, I'm 55 years young. Okay. For those of you that don't know me. I'm Ramon Frias. Came from the Dominican Republic at the early age of 15. Okay. Did not speak the language. Right. So, yeah, Spanish should be your first Spanish language. Spanish is my first language. Okay. Uh, excited to be in America, grateful to be in America, the land of opportunity. Okay. And, uh, you know, came to America at that age to New York City. Oh, wow. Okay. My parents brought me uh, to New York. And uh, it's I was super excited. I said, look at these buildings. Oh, my God, it's a beautiful country. So, you know, coming at 15, one year in the States, 16, my father passed. Oh, my goodness. So, you know, it's like, wow, what do I do now? You're in a new land. You know, your support system. Exactly. Yeah. My mom, my sisters. Tough. It, it was tough. It was difficult. It was strange. And it was scary. But we go through things. Right. And I had to figure it out early on in my life. Become a man real quick. Yeah. Do what you have to do to survive. So went on to high school, finished that up. Okay. And... uh Work at the age of sixteen. I was already had a job. Okay. Two jobs. What were you? Uh, what were you doing at sixteen? Grocery stores. Okay. Grocery stores. Yeah, I mean everybody starts somewhere, you know. Just. Yeah, you, you got to start somewhere. Yeah. And 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 the funny thing is, will that my dad was a superintendent. Okay. For a building, so he was teaching me some stuff. But again, I'm so young. Right. And he was also attending, sort of like a parking garage deal where people park their cars. That was his part time. Okay. So when my dad passed, I went to the owner and said, I want to do it. I can do it. He said, you're too young. I said, you got to give me the chance because my dad was teaching me. And I had the opportunity. So now I'm in a grocery store. I'm in school. And I'm also doing a part-time gig as a parking attendant. Okay. Wow. Yeah. I was like, that's quite a bit, right? Yeah. So where does it come from? I don't know. Maybe God, a higher power that I had that desire and that ability to do that. So I learned early on to hustle. Yeah. I've been a hustler ever since. It almost sounds like it was a necessity. That's the key word. Yep. When you don't have a choice. You got to do it. It was a necessity. So I did that and continued to learn and, and did what I had to do. I had to do what I had to do to take care yep. of my family and my mom and, and so on and so forth. It was a shocker. Not to mention I'm grieving. Right. It's so kind of hard to do all that at the same time. It's kind of hard to do all of that at the same time. Yeah. But somehow... It's a miracle I did it. Still doing it. 
<laughs> yeah. So what happened, um, you know, once you, you say you graduated high school, did you go on to college after that? or I did. Okay. I went on to college for about two years, realized it wasn't for me. Oh, and a lot of people <laughs> make get that realization. And I just had so many dreams and so many goals I wanted to reach. Always loved business. I mean, early on, again, I'm 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 taking care of this parking garage deal, getting paid from the people, submitting that money, and I realized like, oh, I like that. I like dealing with money. I like dealing with business. Right. I like talking to people. I like the idea. I think that's when the idea of becoming an entrepreneur was born. Okay. Never thought about it like that, but now I'm just. Yeah, now that you're... Yeah, yeah. that's what it was born. So, you know, uh, again, I just went with it and continued to do what I had to do, not just to survive, but to continue to dream, continue to aspire for better things. I said, man, there's a lot of opportunities out there. I know I'm going to do something big. That was my my mindset back then. That's a good mindset to have. Yeah. And so what was the next step for you then? So, so again, going to college wasn't for me. Got out of college. Yeah. And at the same time, I love music. Okay. Love music. Man, I, I, I do so many things, so I did so many things. So now I'm playing music in my house. Okay. Love the Spanish music, love what I was doing, and I just developed a passion for it. Okay. So as I'm developing that passion, I ended up performing in church. Okay. And played so, the drums. Okay, drums. Played the like drums, percussion. played the Spanish instrument called guida. Guida? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I was blessed enough to go through the ranks. So I went to different groups until I landed the best band in New York City. Okay. And what, what was the name of that band? Mili, Jocelyn, y Los Vecinos. I'm not even going to try to exactly. <laughs> repeat that. We're going to butcher it. But So an amazing experience. Yeah. Traveled all over the world, Asia, South America, obviously North America, the Caribbean. All over. We're traveling Puerto Rico, traveling all the time. That's cool. Very cool. I learned a lot, different cultures. I love the music. I did that for 10, 15 years. Okay. I still love it. I still do it. Right. As a hobby. Right. But but in my 30s, I realized I needed to do something else. But now, keep in mind, Will, even though I was playing music, I was doing other things. Okay. So like what other? I could never be still. What were like some, some of the side Never Network marketing. Selling okay. water filters, selling pads, pans, okay, advertising, you name it. And I also had a job. Right, right. You Always know. looking for that that side hustle. Always do two or three, four different things. Okay. Always. That's when I met my wife, my beautiful wife, Christy Frias. Okay. Shout out for you, baby. <laughs> so, um, you know, it's I met her playing music. I was okay. 24. And, uh, you know, she married a champion. That's all I can tell <laughs> And we, she's also amazing. I mean, without a strong wife, we can, we wouldn't be where we at. Yeah, you gotta have a strong support system. You gotta have a strong support system, and uh, she always allowed me to do what I want to do. She That's always big. Says, Follow your dreams, go reach your goals. Always have. Very supportive. So that's key. Yeah. You need a support system at home. And uh, again, see different jobs, different things. Always wanted to do better. Read books. Uh, got myself better. Got myself okay. into personal growth. Yeah. Got myself into different seminars. You know what I mean? Just Yeah, personal uh, development. Personal growth. And also wanted to better myself. I said, in order for me to get better, I need to learn. Right. Still learning. I love learning. Yeah. So, you know, that's that's been a journey. That's been pretty much what I've done forever. Okay. I've been an entrepreneur forever. I mean, you know, it's, I and started so, at 21. 
you know, you had the the marketing and the the sales side hustles. Yes. And you're realizing that music was a great hobby, but not the career that you needed. What was uh, what was your next step from there? Like what, uh, like, what was your next opportunity that was going to be your career? I guess. Got you. So again, I realized I enjoy business very much. I enjoy sales. Right. Love talking to people. Love inspiring people. Uh, love adding value to people. So once I got me a job in sales, I was so excited. Yeah. So excited. So playing music, I went on to get a job uh, in the automobile industry. Okay. Selling cars. Okay. I liked it, but not that much because I like to go get it. I couldn't sit down and wait for people to come right, in. Right, because it's, yeah, you're having to wait for customers rather than going and getting deals. Yeah. Yeah, I got you. And, uh, you know, so I did that for a while, and I kept searching and looking. When I saw advertising, saw different things, you know, different yeah. jobs. And uh, then finally, I was like 35, whenever it was. I mean, I, we're talking about 15 years doing different things. Right. Different sales jobs, different different jobs. Just trying to figure it out. Trying to figure it out. Traveling, yeah. but always providing. Yeah, yeah. You know, my wife says, what now? I, you know, I, I was one of those <laughs> that came home. I'm like, honey, I found this other company. It's going to make us rich. Yeah. <laughs> what is it? It's, it, it was well, network marketing. I mean, but I appreciate what I learned. In network marketing. Yeah. No regrets going through anything. Not at all, because I learned a lot. Yeah. I, I grew a lot. I learned my appetite for being in business just grew. Yeah. I okay. continue to grow. And go, I said, my God, I, I see myself on the stage. I see myself impacting other people. I developed that passion. You know, I, I see it. It kind of, I had that vision. Right. So doing all those jobs, uh, I ended up moving to Florida finally. Love Florida. Okay. Got a job for a company. In client service. I okay. was a client service rep. Okay. But the goal was to go into sales. Okay, gotcha. So I was told, um, we're going to put you into sales, but we want you to learn the business first. Right, which yeah, it makes sense. Makes, you know? makes yeah. sense to me. Right. I was so excited. Yeah. So uh, I said, give us about a year or two. Two years go by. I go with a big smile, and I said, I'm ready. He said, Ramon, unfortunately... You do not have the degree. Okay. I was like, but that's not what I was told. I'm working hard here for right. two years to get that promotion. Now I don't have the degree. Imagine how that feels. I was so disappointed. You had a, dr uh, a dream ripped away from you, essentially. Completely. But, you know, God works in mysterious ways, I guess. Because I met this gentleman, Robert Glass, to this day, I love the man. said to me, I like your personality. I like your ambition. I like your drive. Why don't you get your insurance license? I'm like, okay, what do I have to do? Get your I, I show you how to do it. Get your license because I'm going to help you, and you're going to make way more money than you're making here. I said, I trust him. Nice man. To this day, we're, like, we're very good friends. Okay. So got into the insurance business in 1995. Okay. With Allstate Insurance Company. Business to business. At okay. that time, it was Allstate Workside Division. Okay. That's when my career started. I did fantastic. Uh, I was there for 10 years. Again, got my license, went to work with Robert. Uh, he taught me a lot in the business, and I became very successful. And so you'd say you'd, you'd like insurance then? Like I love it. I mean, not, I not everybody wakes up and like, oh, I want to be an insurance agent. No, when I, grow I, up, I didn't you know? realize it. But again, it was in my wheelhouse because I love people. Right. I love selling. I love making money. The business. Yeah, I love like, adding value to others. And, and, and it was just like a natural thing for me. Okay. I mean, now that I had a lot of training, but it was just like natural to me, sitting with people, smiling, helping them out. Right. 
realizing that now that I understand sales more, that that sales is all about building relationships. It's all about asking questions. Right. right? It's all about building rapport with them. I was doing that naturally before even learning it. Yeah, just just being the person that you are. Just being myself. Right. And people wanted to talk to me, and I did really good for 10 years. Then things started shifting. They started changing. Okay. Remember, I was working with brokers. Okay. So now brokers were coming in and pretty much taking over. Okay. I couldn't compete with okay. the big boys. I got you. Right. Just... So here we go again. <laughs> so next opportunity. So I said, okay, I like the industry. I don't know what I'm going to do with it yet. Okay. And I and then I started doing other things again. I, I went to do other business uh, uh, entities. I was doing coffee sales. Okay. In network marketing for about two years, but I knew that insurance was the deal. Yeah. And went back to insurance. Okay. Even though I stepped out for about a year and a half. Went back to insurance all over the country, selling uh, business to business. Okay. Traveling with what we call enrollers. Business to business, but with individuals. I was considered an enroller. Okay. Then I met another gentleman there that says, hey, what else are you doing? I said, what do you have? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always looking. Yeah. Like, what's up? Yeah. What's up? You know? And he said, well, here's a card. Have you heard of final expense? I don't even know what it is. He said, well, it's pretty good. You can make 500, 600 bucks every time you make a sale. I'm like, as opposed to 300 that I'm making here per day? He says, yeah. I said, and I can do both because enrolling was kind of seasonal. Okay. Being used to doing two, three, four, five different things. Right, right. I'm like, like okay, I, I check it out. Let's do it. Yeah. Let's do it. So I called the gentleman, told me how it worked. I said, I'm in. Let's do it. First month, 20K. Oh, wow. Okay. With old leads. With old leads? It can be done. If yeah. you have the drive, the desire, and the willingness, it yeah. can be done. Because you hear a lot of excuses All day in long. the beginning. Without, uh, I mean, you know, like the leads suck. Or... But, but you came with experience. I never knocked on a door before. Right. Ever. And when I was told, Ramon, if you want to make it here, you have to knock doors. I'm like, i never done it, but I'm willing. I want to win. I have a family. Was there any? I have bills. Was there any, I don't want to say fear, but like, like, uh, I mean, I guess that, that is a decent word for it. Like, were, was there any, like, hesitation in door knocking? Yeah. I mean, I, I see, to me, I don't like to question when something works. But I was like, does that really work? People are really going to open the door? Yeah. He says, well, Ramon, I mean, we're doing 500000 a month. I'm like, okay, well, I guess it works. <laughs> I said, that's all I need to hear. I'm like, okay, well, I'm doing it. And they took me out on the field to train me. Nobody opened the door. But you see, that didn't discourage me. No one opened the door. Maybe we had one person open the door, and she said, no, I'm not interested. And the guy started talking to me. The, the gentleman that was training me, Ramon is part of the business. It doesn't matter. See, my goals and dreams are bigger than this. Okay. I have goals, and if somebody can make 100000 doing this, I'm doing it. Right. I'm doing it. So I went with it. It was weird, a little bit uncomfortable. Yeah. But again, when your goals are bigger, you don't care. Right. I have to get up and do what I have to do. That, did I think? That necessity again. The necessity. Yeah. Did I think, what am I doing? Of course I did. Did I think this is really difficult and challenging? I did. But at the same time, I knew that if I kept going, I will be where I'm at today. And so, you know, that sounds like a great opportunity. You know, your 20K your first month, what made you leave? Well, I spent with that company, previous company, uh, three and a half years. Okay. Again, Ramon always wants to win and always want more. Right. Great company. I learned a lot. 
It was fantastic. That's when I developed the love for Final Expense. Okay. During that time, I'm getting letters from Doug Blake, getting letters from Ron Powell. I'm like, eh, I don't know about this company. I mean, I'm with the best company right now. Right. But at the same time, I'm realizing, okay, Ramon, now you master the sales side of this thing. You, want, you have to start building. Yep. So in the building process, I was limited. Hey, I'm on an 80% contract as a manager in that company. Okay. So I'm thinking, so I'm bringing people at 60, 70, and I hear these other companies pay better. Right? Right. Pay better contracts. And also, I'm limited to what I can recruit. I knew people in Texas. I couldn't recruit them because we cannot do business in Texas because so it belongs. Just, were you just in Florida then? Was that I was that? in Florida. I think Florida, Ohio, and like New Jersey. It was like three states I could do business. Okay. I couldn't even go to Miami. I'm huh. like, but it's my backyard. Right. Well, it's not your territory. Go to Tampa. So, again, I'm limited because right. I knew people out of state from yeah. my previous experience in business. Right, yeah, the network marketing and all that. Yeah, I'm sure. And yeah. I'm like, hey, I launched my business, but you can recruit that person. That makes no sense to me. Right. Yeah, I mean, like, what, are you going to recruit from somebody else's business? So, obviously, now, <laughs> exactly. You, you know, so now Doug is in my ear, and I'm thinking, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go check him out. Okay. 2017. I'll check him out. Ron flew into Florida, sat with Ron, sat with Doug, sat with Robert. I'm like... I'm in. After three and a half years. So what was the, I like what what was the thing that I guess got you like well, the, the big. Well, Ron seemed very honest for starters. Okay. Doug, I saw the passion. Yeah. And they started explaining to me. He's like, Ron. I remember to this day, Ron is like, how is it that you cannot go to your backyard, and sell in Florida? Ramon, would you like to have a business that you can build nationwide? I'm like, yeah, I do. Would you like to have a business that you can grow? Would you like to be able to sell on the phone? Would you like to be able to sell? you know, face-to-face uh, 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 -face in the field. And we have all kinds of leads. I'm like, okay, I mean, that sounds good to me. That's, that's the whole system. Like, where, the you know, where's the... whole <laughs> system, the culture, the people, the process, the product. I thought the product is pretty good. It's interesting. It's a better product, in my opinion, because now I can write all the way from super preferred to guarantee. Right. Hence... And there's nobody you can't help. Nobody I can help. More opportunity. Right. And then they're telling me about legacy. I'm like, this is brilliant, especially for the Hispanic community. They like tangible stuff. Yeah. And when I'm sitting with a client, I can say, hey, we're going to have your casket, your vault, your urn, and we're going to handle your entire funeral from A to Z. I was blown away. Yeah, that's a lot. I mean, there's not a lot of people that do that. Not a lot, a lot, a lot of companies that do that, I'd say. So now it's like, I'm a confident guy when it comes to selling, but now my confidence is even bigger because I know I'm giving you a product that I believe in. You're providing value. I'm providing value, yeah. right? Yeah. So, so it's powerful. So, so, so I come to see in your life, Will, and in 2017, coming from Lincoln. Okay. One of my mistakes, I started comparing the two. Okay. You can't do that. People, if you are moving from one company to the other, you got to understand that not every company is the same. And if you move, you have to look at the opportunity that you came in as an opportunity for you to grow and to build. Okay. Right? right. For you to build and grow. And not compare the two because not everybody's the same. It's like having one wife, marrying again, and comparing the two. You <laughs> okay. can't do that. Yeah. <laughs> you know? You know, so you got to look at the positive and what's going right and what can work for you. Okay. So 2017, and you know, I'm like, I was a little tired. My back was hurting. I had back issues. Uh, didn't fully understand Doug at the time. We kind of clashed a little. Okay. Now we're buddies. Now I love the guy. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, I said, I'm out. 
after six, seven months, I said, I, I don't want to do this. Okay. I'm not doing it. I'm going to go and be a broker. Okay. And so what was the the broker desire? I know a lot of people are brokers and they wonder why, you know, why niche down and do one product or one, you know what I mean? Like one specialty. I, I think I thought like most agents, don't leave money on the table. Okay. Come do medical insurance. Come do life insurance. Come do Obamacare. Come do Medicare. Come do this. Okay, great. Let me hold do everything. And I'm going to be a broker. Jack of all trades. Jack of all trades, master of none. And I realized I wasn't the way either. Because going at it, I was selling. I was doing good. But guess what I was selling the most? Final expense. expense. Okay. Okay. I'm Stop. like, I love how simple final expense is. I love it. I love it. I'm like, Ramon, what are you doing? But anyway, so I'm doing it. I'm do it's all timing, right? Right. And I'm doing all right. I'm not doing bad. I said, I'm, I'm here to win. I'm, I'm paying my bills. I'm doing good. I'm doing yeah. pretty decent. Doug is calling again. Hey, Ramon, we got to talk. Okay. And another gentleman that was with the company also called me out. Called me up. We got to talk. You got to give yourself the chance. I think this is a great fit for you. We like you. I think you have a great personality. You're a great guy. Why don't you talk to us? Give us, give us the opportunity and give yourself the opportunity. I think you could do much better here. So what was your initial thought when you got those calls? I was like, man, you know, I'm doing so much in the uh, 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 broker space. As a broker space, so many companies to learn to teach my agents. It's like I was consumed because they called me, "Hey, boss, what products would you like to like put on now? This company, that company." So I was constantly learning different companies. I'm like, man, this is a lot. Yeah. Now that it cannot be done. But it was a lot. It's almost cons like consuming. Consuming me. I like simplicity. Right. And that's what I love about final expense. So I was always to my agent, sell the final expense. But what about mortgage protection? What about this? What about that? It was just a lot. Yeah. So the timing, even though I was doing good, Doug is like, I know you're doing good, Ramon, but why not do better? Why not build a solid business? <laughs> like, yeah, that sounds kind of good. I said, I sit with you. What do I have to lose? Yeah. So, you know, this was back in 2019. Now, after 2017, I, I was out for about a year and a half. Sat with Doug, had a very good conversation, went over the whole thing, and I said, you know what? I think I need to come back here. But prior to that, when we went out to eat, it was Doug, Robert Shiver, okay. uh, another gentleman that was here, and I can remember, it was like two other people. And I'm talking to Ryan back and forth, and he's telling me why I should come back. But what stuck with me the most is when Robert looked me straight in the eye and he said, Ramon, you're 52 years old. What exactly do you want? I know you can do it here and you know you can do it here. So what did, what did you want? What did you want? Exactly that. I wanted to come and build a solid business with okay. a company that I don't have to look left or right, that I can be focused and believe in the company and myself to get me to what I need to be. Okay. What I need to get without all the distractions of a thousand companies and right. and, and wondering a lot if of extra noise. Like, yeah. yeah. No, and, and not being focused enough to say, if this really gonna work in my broker business, like, do I really want to do this? And not questioning myself. Yeah. Like, what's the next deal? So when he said, "Hey, you're 52," I'm like, I mean, I'm not that old, but I'm 52 yeah. at the time. And uh, that stuck with me. So on the drive back, I said, "You like Robert." You're like, dog, they sound sincere. You love final expense. Yeah. And I made the decision before even getting home. So driving home, I said, I got to do this. So, like, how far was that drive? 
Was that like an hour drive or was that like 35 15? minutes? Okay. So you're already on the way back. You're like, you know what? This is what I need to do. I need to do. Obviously, come back home. I said, honey. She goes, how do you go? I said, he went fantastic. <laughs> okay. What do you mean? I said, I'm doing this. And I'm going to make it work. And we're going to be just fine. I said, I trust you. I believe you. Go get it. That's awesome. And three years and almost three and a half years, it's been phenomenal. It's been, it was the right decision to make. You see, I always go back with, I tell people, if you look at an opportunity and it makes sense to you and you really believe in it, do it. It's not a race, it's a marathon, but just enjoy what you're doing, believe in what you're doing. Don't come to try it. So many people say, let me try this. Dip their toe in the pool. Yeah, yeah. go all in and believe it's going to happen to you because you know why, Will? So many people are winning here. Yeah. So many people are winning big. Why not you? Why not me? Yeah. Right? So I said, all you have to do is really believe, have the desire to say, I can do this. It's all that's going to do it. It might not happen overnight. Like Doug says, this business is not overnight. It's over time. Right. It's not a get-rich-quick scheme. It, it's not. It's an actual business. It's an actual business opportunity. But while you're doing it, you're learning and you're earning. Yep. And you're building. Is it going to be easy? No. Is it going to be worth it? Yes. Right? And, and it's so incredible to meet the people that we get to meet. Yeah. To say, I found a home. To say, now I can come here and focus every single day, every single morning that I get up. I'm all about seeing your life. Because I found the company. I found the opportunity that's taking me to places. And it's reflecting in my production, my team's production, and my income. So why deviate? Yeah. Yeah, said, no, totally. But I'm doing all this stuff. Well, what was your 1099 last year? Well, that's irrelevant. No, it's not. <laughs> You're doing 10 companies, and I have one girl on my team that's doing one company making almost $200,000 this year. You can't beat that with a stick. So I want to go back a little bit. What do you think it was? Do you think it was timing? Do you think it was mindset? What What was the reason that you left? And then what changed to make you come back? Like I said, when I left, it's like my head wasn't right. Okay. Not like I was all over, but I wasn't prepared for the opportunity. Okay. I needed to be prepared mentally. Okay. I felt that I was burned out from the other company, which is really not burned out. You just, you just not prepared or not ready right. to grasp. Remember, I started comparing, yeah. which is a mistake. Okay. okay. You can't compare the two. So I thought, I don't want to do final expense anymore. I, I, I'm, just, I, I'm done with it. I'm done. I mean, it's great. I like it, but let me go get do bigger things. Okay. Let me go and become a broker. Okay. Let me represent 10 companies. Yeah. I make a million dollars in two years. Take over the world, all that. Take yeah. over the world. Gotcha. You know, and then you go to do that thing, and then you realize the love and the passion is in final expense. So why not do it? I'm not going back to the other company. So when they, when they reach out to me, the timing was perfect. Okay. I'm like, you know what? Even Doug is like, dude, how are you doing that? I'm doing good. What are you selling the most? Final expense. He goes, why don't you want to come and represent the company that is the best final expense company on the planet right now? That you don't have to do six different companies to get your product out there. You could do it one and keep it simple. You always say, Ramon, you like simplicity. Let's talk. So kind of hard to argue with that one, isn't it? How do you argue that? <laughs> we got slice. I mean, you can sell on the phone. You can sell anywhere. And, and boom, you, you, you submit it in and you get paid the next day. I'm like, okay. Ramon, how, how, how long are you waiting to get paid with the other companies? I'm scratching my head thinking sometimes a month, sometimes two months. Oh, wow. And you get paid daily. Now I'm getting all excited again. Yeah. 
and, that fires and you're, you're getting it fired, fired me up, up again and, and the excitement was real i just needed to validate that okay. by meeting with ron you know meeting with duck because we talk on the phone a few times i'm like yeah. i'll let you know you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, and I'll let you know. It's not an ego thing, but I'm busy. I, but I'm doing fine. But, you know, again, talking to Doug, uh, uh, Robert flying out to Florida, Ron, I respected that. I said, yeah. man, they're flying out for me. Yeah. So, you know, sitting with them, how honest they were, I'm like, this is a no-brainer. This is what I like. This is what I enjoy. I'm coming in. Haven't looked back. Three and a half years. March, May of 2019. So it's going to be three, four, four years in May of 2023. Awesome. Three and a half years, give or take. And so, Ramon, you've built quite a lot in those three, three and a half years that you've been here. And uh, I know you, I mean, you love your people. You love talking to people. Like, tell me about, tell me about your team. My team is phenomenal. You know, we, we, we're family. Okay. We're family. I love my team. I, I, I believe that, you know, we all, my agents don't work for me. Okay. I work for them. Okay. They inspire me every day. They go, you inspire me, Chief. No, you inspire me. Because some of the stuff that they're doing is incredible. Like like Dave, you know, uh, 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 Shin Guy, mm -hmm. Ivette, Carmen, and some of the others. Rick, I have so many phenomenal agents that are doing an amazing job. And again, we are family. We, we, we are a family, and they inspire me each and every day to do better. Okay. You know, when I see their commission, I get super excited. Because we're all winning at that point. We're all yeah. winning, and they go, you get more excited about our income than your income. I said, isn't that what it's all about? Yeah. It's about seeing you guys win. So at, at this stage in my life, 55 years old, I know I don't look it. <laughs> you know, it, it's, it becomes more of a let's continue to help people. The money's great, don't get me wrong, but it's not all about the money. Money's the byproduct. Yeah. It's what we're doing. The, 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 the impact. The, the yeah. impact that we're causing on people. What we're doing together. What we're accomplishing together. Now I'm thinking, my God, I want to have 10 individuals building, you know, large agencies. Doing 100000 each, 200000 each. That's when you go to the million dollars. Yeah. Now the picture is big. But in order to do that, I cannot do it by myself. I understand that I need them. We need each other. And I don't take that for granted. Right. They're my team. I love them. I care about them. I genuinely do. I do Zoom meetings on Fridays. We cry together. Yeah. We laugh together. I'm a very transparent guy. Yeah. And I show my emotion. My yep. wife says, honey, what's wrong, for example? Oh, I'm fine. No, you're not. No, you're not. Yep. Mr. Motivator, what's going on? I said, I'm human. So I show my emotions. Yeah. It is what it is. It is what it is. And if one of my agents is going through something, I'm there with them. So you're not just winning with them and sharing all the the good times, but even in the bad times. Even in the bad times. We yeah. cried together. Awesome. I cried on my Zoom meetings all the time. You're going through this, don't worry about it. I got you. We're going to do it together. You, you, you know, people go through stuff. No, life life, is, yeah, life happens. Life happens. I don't get mad. I, I just, like, people go, what do you mean? Go to work. No, I understand. <laughs> like, my agents will text me, hey, Ramon, this is what I'm going through. I mean, I have a gentleman, Rick, on my team. I call him Mr. Inspiration. Okay. He inspired because he's going through a lot, health-wise. Okay. And he's still doing it. Okay. And I said, you inspire me and each and every one of us. Because despite the challenges that you're having health-wise. You're still doing it. You're writing 5000 a week. So what's the excuse for everybody else? Yeah. And he's doing it. He's like, I, there's times that I go, I say, Rick, why don't you just take some time off? No, Ramon, I have to do it. That I necessity. mean, yeah. how can you not get inspired? How can, how can you shy away or not do my part when I have individuals like that giving all they have? Yeah. It is, it is not right for me not to do my part. It almost pushes you more. It pushes me more. So when they say you inspire me, I say, no, no, no. 
you inspire me. This girl reached out to me not to go on a different route here and says to me, Ramon, I want to do what you do, but I, I don't think I could be as good as you. I said, you know what? You're right. You cannot be as good as me. You can be way better than me. That's how I feel. What she say to that? She's like, wow. Not, not many people said that to me. I said, well, I need you to start believing that. Yeah. Because you're amazing. You just don't see it. Don't let me see it. You have to see it. Yeah. And that's how I feel. I mean, we all bring something to the table. We're all valuable. Right. You know, we all can do so much more. So that's why when is it enough? Never. Because it's not about the money. It's about being significant. It's about continuing to win. It's about continuing to add value. Yeah. It's about pushing people forward. It's it's just it's a whole different ball game, and and that's my calling. It really is. That's I love awesome. inspiring people. I, I just love it. That's awesome. I found my calling finally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. The fifty-five finally. Even though I've been doing it forever, but I was like, okay, this this is this is real. This this is it. This is this is me to like that. And so I, I heard you you mentioned something about you know Doug asking you, do you want to sell on the phone? And, you know, you, you did a lot of door knocking. And so, I mean, you've done both, right? You've done field sales and telesales. More field sales. I mean, and I'll tell you a story during the pandemic because I'm one of those people that I said do and then learn as you go. Yeah. I always, people always think everything. Yeah, analysis paralysis. Analysis paralysis. Yeah. What if it doesn't work? What if this? I said, look, just do and learn as you go. Yep. I opened up a call center in the okay. middle of the pandemic. I never had a call center. Okay. But I did it anyway. We learn as we go. We cannot be afraid to make mistakes. Yeah. You know, I heard a quote, I think from Pitbull, that said, you don't make mistakes, mistakes makes you. Okay. Yeah, that's a good one. It's a good one, right? Yeah. I'm like, wow, that's pretty good. I love quotes. And I say, yeah. you, know, uh, you know, mistakes makes you. Another quote that I love, that I don't want to forget, you know, Denzel Washington, you know, uh, between goals and dreams, there's discipline and consistency. Yeah. That's stuck with me. That's true. I mean, that, that's so that, powerful. That rings so true. Powerful, and I go, wow. So every Friday, I start my meeting with a quote. Okay. The entire agency. And then we talk about that quote. Then we get into training, role-playing, and all that. Okay. But I love because quotes is like have pretty much got me to where I'm at. Yeah, and I get them out like of a, a book. Like a motivational guideline. It, you can it, just it repeat is. yourself. It, it is because you read a book, and there's a lot of content. Yeah. But the quotes, like, say so much. Yeah. Right? In the middle of every difficulty lies opportunity. Yeah. In the middle of every difficulty Life's opportunity. Okay, so door knocking is getting challenging, but I have an opportunity. Yeah. <laughs> you see what I mean? I kind of yeah. break them down in my head. Okay. Yeah. And then so you opened up a call center. Opened up a call center. How has that gone? Have you gone back to field since? We're doing both. Okay, so. Because some of my field agents are like, ah, I don't know about the call center. And I said, guys, I understand. But right now, during this pandemic, we have to eat. Yeah, we, everybody's got to eat. Yeah. We got to do what we have to do. You have to pivot. You have to be flexible with your business. Okay. Well, I never done it. Do it anyway. Okay. And some did. Some did it. Some struggled. Right. Some actually emerged. Like it so much that stayed. Okay. Doing uh, telesales. Some are doing both. They became stronger agents. Okay, I'm going in the field this week. Next week, I do the phone. I'm never going to tell an agent, don't do it, because it's still the same company, same product. Yeah. So I said, do your thing. However you got to do it. Okay. I'm okay with it. Hey, I got leads now, leads the way, and I have TV leads, life transfers. Go do telesales. This week I'm going to go in the field with, uh, 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 what do you call it? Uh, direct mail? Direct mail leads. Yeah. Go to the field. Yeah. Some are, again, some are doing both, and we're doing good. We're writing quarter million dollars a month. Awesome. Close to. Yeah. So it's working. And, and again, it's me working with them. Okay. 
me telling them that you can do this, what do you need? Because you see, people say I want to build a, a big agency. Great. But do you know what it takes? People underestimate the amount of work. So when people say, I want to be where you're at, I'm, like, I'm not even near where I want to be. But it's a lot of work. You're coaching. You're training. Right. Right. Uh, you're mentoring. Uh, 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 you've been a psychologist. Yeah. A psychiatrist. Yeah. There's so much involved. <laughs> so much. You're putting out fires. It's a people business. It's a people business. You're putting out fires. But that's what I signed up for. Yeah. I love it. I enjoy it. We cry together. We laugh together. Don't complain. That's one thing about me. I said, I tell my people, don't complain. Bring me a concern. Complaining gets you anywhere. Doesn't yeah, complain, you complain, complaints don't do anything, but you know, problems you can find solutions to. All day long. So the call center is there. We're doing it. We're doing telesales. You know, like any other business, we have our challenges, but we keep pushing through. We keep pushing forward. That's the mentality. So what's the, what's the goal for your team in the future? I mean, we've got, you know, we're gearing up for uh, 2023 right now. You know, like what's your, I guess, your game plan? See, see the game plan, you know, for the agency is a million dollars. Okay. There's going to be pitch stops. We're going to stop at 500, 700, but the goal is a million dollars a month. Okay. It's, it's going to happen. Yeah. You know, once you make up your mind and you put in the work towards that, it's just a matter of time. Right. Will it take two or three years, Will? Probably. Yeah. Probably it will. Yeah. The goal is in the next two to three years. Okay. And I understand that. Again, yeah. I understand what I have to do. Right. Yeah, because I mean, I mean, you're upline. I mean, Doug, I mean, he. Doug did it. Yeah. And I remember when I came in, Doug was doing maybe a little bit more what I'm doing now. Really? Okay. 275, 300,000 a month. Okay. Three and a half years. So people look at Doug where he's at now. Right. As an agency, the Black Group is doing 1.5 million plus per month. Right. And I remember when he told me, we're going to do a million. We're going to do a million. He's been saying that since since I met him. Right. Five years in the business, like, we're going to do a million. We're gonna, now, not only we did a million, but we surpassed that. And so now now what's he telling you? <laughs> what's, your, what's he saying y'all are So I do said, Doug, we're not at two million because it's my fault. He said, you mean that? I said, I mean that. I need to be doing 500,000, so we reach two millions. I said, can you imagine when I'm doing a million, you'll be doing three or four million? Yeah. The sky's, the sky's, the, sky's the, the limit. limit. Yeah. I mean, there's no cap. Because now, where I'm at, some of my managers will be where I'm at. Right. It's beautiful. In that, in that what, like a, a three-year time span almost? Absolutely. In three, yeah. That, that's, that's pretty solid. Like, that's, that's, it, a pre that's pretty quick growth. It is. It is. And in my head, I'm going, man, I should be doing more. But Doug is like, dude, it's not bad. Yeah. You, you're doing pretty good. Don't beat, your, beat yourself up too bad. You're right. But you know, Will, is the focus. Yeah. Right? The consistency. The respect for the business. The commitment. Yep. It takes all of that. Not deviate. I'm a stickler when it comes to being on the calls, doing what we're supposed to do. I hold them accountable. Yeah. Because I know, I know, Will, when I tell somebody, give me three things. I need you to be positive. Have a strong work ethic and be teachable and coachable. You give me that, and I know you can win big. Okay. That's what I asked Chingai. That's what I asked Dave. Look where they are. They're going to make six figures this year. So is that, is that mainly what you look for when, in your recruits? I don't look for – you don't have to be a superstar. You don't have to be really sharp. You don't have to be good looking. You don't have to be white, black, or Hispanic. It don't matter. I just want that desire. I just want you to come in and say, I want to win. What do I have to do? Okay. And, and that's it. And, and then I go back. I look at Doug and what he's done. Right. That's Mr. Consistency, man. That man doesn't stop. <laughs> he doesn't stop no matter what happens. He always say, Ramon, your business is going to go up and down a little bit. That's okay. It's all good. It's business. If you think business is all the way up, that's an illusion. 
Yeah. You're gonna, this is going to be bumpy from yeah. time to time. Yeah. It's okay. It's, and that, what did you say a minute ago? Um, the, uh, the quote. Uh, um, uh, it was, uh, uh, now you're making me think. Uh, yeah, the mistakes define the, or, oh, the, you don't make mistakes, the mistakes make you. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And so, and that's in business and that's, yeah. That's powerful, man. Yeah, it really you is. I, I like that one a lot. I do too. I mean, I heard it recently. Okay. Look, look, people, he's a, he's an artist, but he's like a very positive guy. And that's the type of people I like to listen to. Right. Very positive, very on point, always throwing quotes, work hard, you know, that type of deal. Yeah. You know, you can do it, persevere. That's really what it takes. I think people underestimate the amount of work it's going to take to build a big, a big business. They really do. But, but do you think anybody can do it? Anybody can do it because think about it. We were talking about this yesterday. People say, I want to own a business, but I don't have the experience. I don't have the money. And they just, they just, they just, they write themselves off before they even get started. Right. Or, or it's just a dream. Right. They say, well, I won't be able to do it. And they're dreaming about it for 30, 40 years. People, it's never too late to become the person you meant to be. But you have to do something. You have to start acting on it, not planning and planning and planning. And the beautiful thing about us, you don't need to have a lot of money to do it. Yeah. I mean, what, like, your, Two, license, yeah. your license. license fee, and that's. 200 bucks. You don't, you don't need experience. <laughs> yeah, you don't have to buy a building. You don't have to buy inventory. Like, And worry about I invested $150,000, $200,000, and now I need to get my money back. Yeah. I got my money back my first month in the business. <laughs> my yeah. first week. Yeah. It's a no-brainer. Right, so like two policies. A policy. It, it's, it's right. It's desire, sweat equity. Yeah. Being teachable, being coachable, doing what you're supposed to do every day, show up, and you'll be surprised what can happen to your life. And the most amazing thing, Will, is, again, it's not just the money, the growth that you're experiencing personally, right? professionally, the people you're hanging around with. It's just, it's just a whole different ball game. And I always also say we do not use senior life to build people, meaning we don't use people to build senior life. We use senior life to build people. Okay, yeah. You, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like, oh, I'm using, I'm using senior life to, to, to build my business. Right. Yes, that's true, but we're using senior life to build you. Right, and to learn, yeah, I and mean, to learn. I mean, learning is phenomenal. It, it's funny. I I've read a I read a book recently. I can't remember um, which one it was, but you know, they talk a lot about how you need to work to uh, work to learn rather than work to earn. Ah, but that's a good it one. almost sounds like you can do both. Yeah, you, know, you can work while you earn and learn a lot in the same at the same time with this industry. Definitely. Another big thing is patience. People don't have the patience. I mean, coming here, it's been six months. I'm not winning big. It's been six months. Yeah. Like, come on, give it some time. <laughs> give it some time. I mean, I mean, it's like yeah. relax a little. Yeah. Be a little patient and, and understand. You know, people, I got bills to pay. We all do. But you have to let your business marinate. You got to learn the business. It's not a hard business, but you have to learn it. Give yourself time. It's a phenomenal opportunity for anyone, regardless of where you come from. doesn't matter. So, Ramon, I want, first off, I want to thank you for, you know, coming up here because, uh, you know, we they, this was awesome. Um, is there anything you want to leave the audience with or, you know, give any kind of special thanks or anything like that? Absolutely, man. I, I definitely want to thank Senior Life Insurance Company for the opportunity they've given me. Ron Powell, Robert Shiver, the entire staff, you, all of you amazing <laughs> people that you have here. Thanks. Doug Blake, uh, my friend, my partner, my brother. My wife, you know, my agents, without them, there's no free as insurance group. They're all amazing. They all inspire me each and every day. And I'm just 
want to thank God, man, for the opportunity to be alive. Yeah. To be thankful for everything that's happening in my life. Good, bad, or challenging. We have to be grateful. I really, that's the way to live. It's a mindset. I get up in the morning and say, thank you, God, I'm alive. And I choose to focus in the positive and the possibilities. And not and that's dwell why, on the negative. Exactly. Yeah. And I encourage everyone to think that way. I mean, be grateful, be thankful, but not satisfied. <laughs> <laughs> well, Ramon, thank you again. And to everybody watching at home, thank you so much for tuning in. Um, be on the lookout for another All Fired Up podcast next Friday. And make sure you like, subscribe, and comment. Fire. Fire. Oh.